0: Listener discretion is advised. Hey everyone, welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. Woo! Yes. (laughs) So, uh... Here we are. Here we are. We're
1: a little out of sorts because yeah. Caitlyn just got preyed upon. I did. If you will. She Red got flags. A hella scary call where a guy wanted her to do maybe some,
0: well, a commercial.
1: Yeah, but turns out it was like tickle porn. So that's yeah. gross. And is yeah. We had to deflect his
0: attack. Yeah. My gosh, it's creepy. Yeah. Because well, the last time I talked to this dude was like three or four years ago, and I answered an. Uh, a Craig. post. A po- don't say that. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> add one. I answered a post about, uh, about a voiceover for a commercial. I'm like, I can do that. I have a microphone and whatever. And, uh, no, yeah, he wanted me to do uh, come in and, and either tied up. Yeah, and tickled or me tickle someone else. And I'm just mm. like, mm, no, never mind. I'm, that's okay. I'm, I can't do it. And it's been years and he just called again on an unknown number mm. and he wouldn't give... The phone number, because you answered for me, because I was <laughs> sketched out anyways. So, ladies,
1: Caitlin trusted her gut, yeah. and we told that guy to F off. Yeah. Or nicely said, no, she's not around, and then <laughs> hung up.
0: <laughs> yeah, bye. That's why you don't answer unknown numbers. Uh, if it's important, they'll leave a message. That's yeah. the thing. That's what I learned. If it's important, they'll leave a message. Don't answer posts unless you have, like, their full name, contact info. I was naive back then, ladies. No more. No more.
1: Fuck that guy, man.
0: For sure. So now that we um, are safe, (laughs) what? Check marked safe. Yeah. um,
1: Tickle torture predators. Yeah. Barf. Yeah. That's a big barf. It is.
0: And, like, his phone number wasn't available, and we couldn't ask his yeah, phone number. Yeah, he refused to give it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just not good. Anyways, but okay. I got
1: offered a commercial. I'm yeah, you got saying. offered two. Pretty amazing.
0: Yeah. I need 25
1: girls. Are, uh, you, are you
0: in? No. No. Sir, thank you. I'm not. No. <laughs> uh, anyways. I could have been a star. <laughs> of something. Yeah. My God. If. Never mind. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: what are we drinking?
1: I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Apple Prosecco Punch. Ooh. So it's a bottle of Prosecco, some vodka, yeah. which it was like, I don't know, maybe a third of a bottle of vodka okay. is about what we put in. And you, then, granted, this is for a, 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 punch. a punch bowl, yeah. you know. So, and then, so the Prosecco, the vodka, and then a whole bunch of apple juice and some fresh lemon juice. Yeah. And it ended up being really tasty yeah it took a second to get into it because it wasn't very appley it was much more lemony right um but now it's just refreshing and delightful and i've been drinking the shit out of it
0: yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah it's really tasty yeah it's not as appley as i thought but it does like it's still really tasty yeah i like it a lot i think it might be really
1: good with maybe cider instead of just apple juice because it might be a little stronger apple
0: flavor okay yeah you know what i mean i can see that for sure
1: I don't know. I'm down with it. It'd be perfect for a little spring punch or yeah. something like that, or a little Easter get together. Yeah, I may make this at Easter. We'll see. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, well uh, we apologize in advance if you hear an airplane. They're like doing testing. I don't know. <laughs> You're coming airplane, every man. <laughs> coming like every five minutes. But okay. But where you will persevere? Yes. And um, okay. So, so you so got a story for us, huh? I do, and I'm gonna say this already. It's controversial. Okay. So we'll intriguing be, it is. And it's it's uh, triggering. So Oh my it word. It can be triggering. Well I don't get so. triggered
1: by much. I'm trying to think of what I get triggered by, maybe tickle torture. But other <laughs> past <passed> that. So <laughs> yeah. you
0: came out okay. So if any uh, at any point um, you feel uncomfortable, we'll just, just skip to my story. Yeah, skip to Michelle's <laughs> story. I'm sure it's delightful. It is. Okay, <laughs> good. it's not
1: it's not sad
0: or no. Okay. It's okay, fine. <laughs> okay. okay. So this story is about Bobby Stevens.
1: Bobby Stevens. Okay.
0: And is Bobby
1: a girl or a boy? It's a boy. Okay.
0: It's kind of a famous story, so you may know oh. it as I'm talking about it. Okay. But, um, so Probably it not, is, but that's okay. <laughs> it is December 13th, 1993. Oh. And we are in Aurora, Colorado. Okay.
1: Aurora, Colorado. Yes. December so, 13th. Is it a Friday
0: the 13th? I don't know. Um, so Bobby is 20 years old and he's working at Chuck E. Cheese as a cook. Okay. Yeah. Bringing Um, out
1: those pizzas like mm -hmm. crazy. All right.
0: So, uh, a man named Nathan Dunlap, he entered Chuck E. Cheese at 9 p.m. before it closes at 10 p.m. Okay. He ordered a ham and cheese sandwich, which why would you do that at a Chuck E. Cheese? I know. I want some pizza, Yeah. Isn't that what they're famous for? Yeah.
1: I didn't even know they made ham and cheese sandwiches. I didn't know that
0: either. Anyways, and he played a game or two. Mm. He was actually fired from that location a week before. Oh, so they knew him
1: when he came in. Right. Okay. So that's how he was able to order the ham and cheese off Probably. the secret
0: menu. <laughs> <I guess> so. <laughs> so he actually, at 9.50 p.m., 10 minutes before they closed, he hid in the bathroom. Mm. And when it was 10.05 and the doors were closed and locked, he came out with a a 25 caliber semi-automatic pistol, and he first shot Sylvia Crowell, a 19 year old who was cleaning the salad bar. Oh. She was hit in the right ear, and that took her down. Is she alive? No. Oh. Well. So she got. Well, no, she's she, I mean, at this point, she's still alive. Okay, but she's on the ground, yeah. having mm-hmm. just been shot, shot in the head. Yes. Then. Ben Grant, a 17-year-old who was vacuuming, was shot near his left eye, and that was a fatal shot. <gasps> oh,
1: ben, I'm sorry.
0: Colleen O'Connor, she was 17, she began pleading for her life on her knees, and he shot her on the top of the head. <gasps> oh, my God. I know. I'm so oh. sorry. Ugh. Okay. And then... Could
1: you even imagine no. being, just going about your life... But you're a teenager. Any, yeah.
0: You're in high school.
1: In any scenario. yeah, And just... Having someone just come in, and I can't even fucking imagine. I know. Sorry,
0: go ahead. Okay, so he then moved to the kitchen. And this is where Bobby was because he was a cook. He was actually coming back from a smoke break. He heard all the noise, but he thought it was uh, kids popping balloons nearby.
1: Mm. So So your brain tries to sort of...
0: Normalize it. Yeah, like
1: come up with a story that Mm -hmm. will rationalize what you're hearing yeah and so oh god
0: so as he walks back in bobby was shot in the jaw and he fell to the floor and i was, appreciate okay.
1: the warning caitlin yes i know needed it. yeah
0: lastly he made marge kohlberg she's 50 years old and the store manager to unlock the safe so he's not only killing everyone he's also trying to rob him as well
1: oh, i One, wonder what his motivation was do you talk about this i do okay
0: once it was unlocked, he then turned and shot her in the ear and started to take the cash. Once he saw that she was moving, he shot her again in the other ear, and that was a fatal shot. Oh. Bobby was conscious but played dead. Good knowing. job, Bobby.
1: I would have do the same.
0: That's I that's why I hear a lot is people playing dead and and then you they know. just get
1: walked over. Yeah. And, oh,
0: I mean, they're still shot. I mean, they still still good die. I just oh, it's I couldn't even imagine. Okay, and then so, Bobby's on the ground. Yes. Marge, is that her name? Yes.
1: Is, unfortunately... Passed away. Passed away next to the safe. Yes. We have someone else who's passed away, or is everyone else still alive? No.
0: Um. Ben and Colleen are passed away. Oh, As gosh. well. So, once the shooter left... Bob, what did he get,
1: like, he 300 actually, bucks no, or some he bullshit got, amount?
0: He got $1,500, plus he took some game tokens for the games
1: he did not take fucking that guy can kiss my ass oh my god terrible
0: so once he left bobby was able to get himself up and run out the back door he walked to a nearby apartment complex and pounded on a door to call for help oh my god did they open the door they They did (laughs) yes yes so bobby and sylvia were taken away to the hospital but the next day sylvia passed away from her injuries oh sorry sylvia the police were able to arrest the shooter 12 hours later at his mother's apartment. Oh, good Lord. Bobby had to have reconstructive surgery um, on his how face. How do you
1: think he rolled home? It's like, hey, Mom, I'm home. Just ignore this gun that I've got. I and don't know. all the blood that's on me. Like, I have no fuck? clue. Like, oh. I don't know
0: how I, I don't know what to do as a mother either. This whole thing sparked a bunch of debates, discussions about gun violence, the ease to get them, and mental health as well. Hmm. Yeah. The community held vigils, uh, businesses increased security, politicians made speeches, and this all went on for months. Bobby stated, it seemed like all of this was a big game. It was a political circus. Mm. As Bobby was physically getting better, his mental recovery was a lot longer. Oh, I too, bet. More. As he was ugh. at a shopping mall, he could not shake the feeling that someone was there to shoot him, and then he watched everyone's hands as they passed him, watching oh. for any sudden movements. Oh my gosh. Another time he was at 7-Eleven and a kid out front overinflated his bike tire and it popped and he went to the ground. Bobby tried to move to Arizona, but still was getting recognized from all the press. Oh god. So he just couldn't escape it's his just, past. Ugh. What a nightmare. So, he ended up trying to take his own life. Oh, Bobby. Yeah. But was unsuccessful. The shooter was charged with four counts of first-degree murder, attempted murder, robbery, and theft.
1: So, is he in jail forever?
0: So, he was sentenced to death. Good. And this is where it gets interesting. Okay. So Is it the controversial uh, area that we're
1: rolling into right now?
0: It was, I believe, around 2014, 2013 in August when he was supposed to be put to death. Okay. But the governor gives him a reprieve, which places his execution on hold or kind of a state of limbo. Hmm. Like, he's still sentenced to death, but not yet.
1: Do you know what why the government or the governor the decided? The governor,
0: that's what was the most irritating part. I watched some interviews with the DA, and he said he just didn't know. He just didn't have a really... He didn't think he was it was right. Or, not right, he just didn't know what to do in that situation, I guess. Because... What was it only four cases or one, only one other person had been set to death in Colorado. Oh, so like,
1: know. okay. In Colorado. Right.
0: Yeah. Not so just like So he didn't really have, so the governor couldn't give a straight answer. That's my, like, he couldn't give a straight answer. Why? Hmm. Just, that's why they were so frustrated. He well, just I didn't know. I have some know.
1: theories <laughs> that I won't get into them. They involve money and whatever. <laughs> oh, maybe.
0: Um, six years passed and it's still in a state of limbo. The new governor had no announcement about his, how the case would be, was going to be handled. Mm. That is where we are now. So lawmakers introduced the bill to repeal the death penalty. If it passes, it wouldn't make them not be put to death, but uh, the governor can um, commute. Is that what it is, commute? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. The governor can commute the sentence to life in prison instead. So he okay. can change the sentence since the bill is passed.
1: Yeah, I have, I mean, I have a lot of different feelings about the death penalty. Right. In fact, I was adamantly against it when I was younger uh-huh. because I felt like it had such a negative psychological effect on mm-hmm. the people who actually had to put the people to death. Right. Like essentially you're making someone into a murderer.
0: Right. Um,
1: I have since kind of gone back and
0: forth. Right. It's a hard, it, it is a difficult subject. Yeah. I fight with it too. Like I just don't. I just it's hard. In February 2020, so this year, Colorado did pass a bill to repeal the state's death penalty and is their 20 it is the 22nd state to have done that. Okay. I'm okay with people rotting in jail forever. Right. Like yeah.
1: I mean, I feel like it probably costs a lot less than all the appeals for the death penalty right. that they
0: get and all that bullshit well yeah the shooter did he used all his appeals and he still had the death penalty Mm. so that's when it was scheduled but yeah so um the governor now i read an article it was the governor can now um change those sentences to um life in prison life in prison life in prison at any time there's three death row inmates right now and Mm. nathan is one of them okay i don't know We'll wait and see. Maybe we'll Mm. do an update once we find out, but as of right now, nothing has been said. Mm. But the bill has been passed.
1: Yeah, most likely he's just going to ride away in jail for the rest of his life.
0: Bobby states that death is an appropriate punishment for him, an eye for an eye, but he does want to respect the victim's families who not all of them are in favor of execution. Mm. Bobby would be relieved if Nathan gets life in prison because then it's finally over. It's um, although anything short of executions seems unjust just because that's what the legal process ordered in the beginning. Hmm, so now that they're taking it back, it's just... He's feeling like that's not quite yeah. fair. This case has been over 20 years. And this case, Oh, God. When was it again? 1993. Oh, geez. Yeah, I guess so. Huh? Yeah. So the shooter has been in prison for this whole time. So he must have been kind
1: of one of the first shooters, mm-hmm. if you will.
0: Yes, because... Again, Aurora, Colorado, that's when the 2012 shootings happened in the theater. Oh, yeah, God. Mm-hmm. But now, Bobby now lives back in Colorado Springs, and he's raising four boys. All
1: right. Good so job, So he does buddy. have a family,
0: and the last thing I knew, it was 2012, but he was a landscaper. So I don't know if he still is or not, but he does have four young boys. All so. right. Um,
1: well hopefully he can get over the PTSD. I can't even imagine yeah. what that's like.
0: No, I couldn't I could not even imagine either. Because yeah, like you're not safe anywhere. Like No, exactly. A I mean, so you crazy. were at Chuck
1: E Cheese. Yeah.
0: For kids. You know. Oh, oh so I did so Nathan was was fired from okay. there a week before and um over scheduling uh, issues, I guess. Mm, okay. Um. And then before he left, he told an employee that he was going to get even. The manager that fired him was not there at the time of the shooting. So he just did whoever was there. I think he
1: kind of went above and beyond the, right. you know, getting even. Yeah.
0: So there's, that's where the controversy is because the shooter's background, he had a rough childhood. He committed suicide a few times. It's like, I just, it's hard, it's a hard balance of, you know, gun control, mental illness, like what? It, it's just, that's what's hard, too.
1: It is hard. It, it's like, and who knows what the right answer is, you no, know? Yeah, exactly. You can never take so much life. <sighs> Listen, boys and girls, this is what you do when you get fired. You go home, maybe get a little bit drunk that night, okay. and then the next day, you apply for new jobs. Yeah, there you that's go. That's what you do when you move on with your life, yeah. and maybe stay friends with some of the people that you enjoyed working yeah. with, but all those other people can fuck themselves, but they don't need to die. No. So they don't. That's all I'm saying. Don't go anywhere and shoot anybody. Yeah, it's
0: t- it's terrifying. Like I said, it could happen anywhere, I and know. that's the saddest thing is that you just never know.
1: God, if I was a little bit more agoraphobic, I would mm-hmm. never leave the house. I,
0: <laughs> I leave the house on scarce occasions, as to come to this podcast. Yes, <laughs> pretty much it well you said when you came went to the store you were horrified when you went to the store i know. Today. Well, all these
1: kids are coughing all That's over true. everything coronavirus and, is oh. a big
0: thing right now yeah
1: i didn't even i needed to take my mom to the doctor and i did yeah. not want to do it just because who knows what you're gonna yeah. see in there and all these sick people and
0: so i'm i know the justice system can take a long time because as a victim advocate i have to tell victims that like it doesn't take that long I mean it takes a long time yeah not it like on tv overnight. yeah not like tv is like boom boom boom. arrested no there's a bunch of factors that happen and I've been on cases for over a year
1: mm. so that would be um, frustrating to be a victim and just yeah. you know I, I was listening to one of the other podcasts and it was like all this shit happened and he got like three years or something right. like that and it's like it's so infuriating right it's like this guy destroyed my life yeah it should be much more
0: what's well, hard when it's so long because it just keeps reopening those wounds like they have to you know
1: talk about keep it, it. yeah. and listen mm-hmm. you know describe it all again and right. relive it over and over yeah Ugh.
0: so it makes it hard yeah for sure but hopefully bobby i hope like it sounds like he's happy and healthy now i'm sure he still suffers no shit i'm sure um, he does too yeah it's like but, he's Poor
1: people, you know, kids who are sexually abused—that shit stays. fucks up their whole yeah. life. Yeah, That's
0: Like developmentally as well. Yeah. No. It's, part, yeah. It screws up your
1: brain. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Sad. assholes.
0: All right. I'm hoping I hate you're your st- all you predators, you motherfuckers. I hope your story is a bit.
1: <laughs> I think mine's maybe
0: a little bit more heartwarming. Okay, if you will. we need that right now. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> Sorry. Good lord
1: my god as
0: i was writing the story down i was just like this is definitely more this than is I'm... rough yeah i'm like i'm gonna have to do a warning beforehand yeah because we haven't covered a, like a mass shooting before no
1: well at least so. it wasn't like sandy hook or something that right. uh, is okay. so traumatizing that is we probably oh. won't touch that one I yeah know, i want anyone who says it's fake to just kiss my ass. oh yeah for sure that's
0: awful that's the dumbest thing okay all right. Okay. I'm going to take us
1: to sunny San Diego. Ooh. Yeah. We're in May 15th, 1941. So oh, I'm taking us oh, back okay, a little yeah. bit. All right. So this story is about Walter Ozopoff, who okay. is, will now be known as Walter.
0: Okay. The rest <laughs>
1: yeah. of He's a sandy-haired 23-year-old Marine. He's, okay. He's uh, a second lieutenant from Akron, Ohio and he boarded his dc2 transport plane for a routine parachute jump so nine thirty in the morning he gets on his plane okay um and it's gonna just do some routine exercises why um he's just part of the military oh and it's I just, see okay. yeah sorry and it's just part it's exercises that they do to get prepared for whatever is oh, to come
0: okay so this wasn't the first time He's done this. No, no, oh, okay. no.
1: Actually, he has 20 plus jumps oh, okay. under his belt yeah. at this point. So he's he, he's pretty experienced yeah. parachuter, okay. if you will. So there's two other guys in this story that we'll forget about for a little okay. while. But um, I'll kind of describe them now. So there's Bill Lowry. He's 34. And at the time that Walter was heading onto his plane, he was in his own plane a little two-seater observation plane. Um, oh, okay. And he, he was out flying around. Like, and do they so- watch
0: him jump? Is that why?
1: No, he was just doing his own thing. Oh, I see. So, okay. and he'll come into the story later. Okay. And then we have John uh, McCants, uh, and they have a husky 41-year-old from Jordan, Montana. <laughs> okay. I love that they call them husky in the story.
0: All right.
1: Sorry, John. He was checking an aircraft that was scheduled to fly later. Okay. So that's what these guys are doing. So Walter was a seasoned parachutist. Okay. I don't know if yeah. that's the correct word, but sure. I'm going to say nice. he was a former collegiate wrestler and a gymnastics star. Oh, so, so he he's like was
0: physically physically good. fit. Yeah. Twenty
1: three, he was probably at the height of his physical yeah. prowess. I don't know
0: if that's the right word.
1: Sure. I feel good about it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, he first joined the National Guard and then later the Marines in 1938. So we're in 1941 now. Okay. And by now, he like I said, he's had over 20 jumps right. under his belt. So that morning, Walter took off in a DC-2 plane. And that's like a transport plane. I guess it's like the old silver planes. Oh, I don't okay. know if you sure. remember. but. Mm-hmm. Well, not remember, but maybe seen in movies or
0: something. Yeah, thing. that sounds nice.
1: So he was gonna supervise practice jumps by 12 of his men. So, so he's leading it. Yeah. Okay. And part of this exercise is they were going to throw parachute overboard supplies. So they had these canvas bags that were like shaped like a big cylinder uh-huh. filled with ammunition and guns. Oh. So that they were thrown over. So it's like if they were in wartime, They'd be all set and practiced them on how to get the people on the ground. More supplies. Right. So, nine of the men had already gone off or had already done their jump. And Walter was about to throw the last canvas bag of supplies off the ship. Right. And as he was doing that, somehow... Off the plane. Off the plane. Yes. What did I say? Ship. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. This is what's that? Don't smoke pot, kids. That's what happens. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so he was standing near the door of the airplane, throwing out of the airplane okay. the last cargo okay, yes. that he had. And somehow his, like, released chute, uh-huh. like the handle to be able to release your parachute, yeah. got wrapped around the cargo. <gasps> so as he threw it out... His parachute got pulled. Oh my gosh. And so he's standing in the plane yeah. still. And uh so he tried to grab all this like billowing silk that was right. opening up, but he couldn't. The next thing he knew he was being jerked out of the plane. <gasps> And like up against it. In fact, he, um, he hit the plane with such force that it tore, it ripped a two and a half foot gash into the side of the aluminum in the fuselage of the plane. So he hit the side of the plane hard.
0: Whoa. And so
1: during that time, well, okay, sorry, hang on. So instead of the parachute flowing free, it got caught on the wheel. Of the plane, <gasps> so he's lucky he
0: didn't get like he just gets sucked into like the propeller. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. It's That's fun. what I was thinking. Like, oh my gosh! So
1: his chute is wrapped around the wheel, uh-huh. and now his um, he's wearing you know the parachute like a backpack. Uh-huh. So and it's a harness situation. So he's got like two harnesses around each leg, or you know, harness around each right. leg, okay. and then around his right chest. And so the ones on his chest broke, and the harness that was holding his legs, one of them broke. And then the other one slipped down to his ankle. Oh, So my he gosh. is literally hanging on to this plane yeah. by a cord around his ankle.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's terrifying.
1: <laughs> and then one by one, 24 of the 28 cords that attached – The backpack to the parachute snapped. So it was like, snap, 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 snap. So now only four of those cords are still attached to the plane. Right, His parachute is around the wheel, and he's hanging on by his ankle. And he is about 12 feet below and 15 feet behind the plane. Just flapping in the wind. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Just hanging on.
0: Oh, my gosh. So he
1: can't even, like, his hands are useless at this point. I mean, he's just... By one foot hanging oh, on.
0: Wow! So he was
1: dangling upside down, uh, but Walter had enough enough presence of mind to understand what was happening to him.
0: So <laughs>
1: oh he, well, he knew he better not he better not pull the cord for his emergency shoot. Because he felt like he would just get ripped in half. Because he had the plane pulling him one direction, and then his emergency shoe would have pulled him in a completely opposite direction.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: he's just... So there's nothing he can do. He's flying behind the plane. And so the guys inside the plane are trying to scramble to get him up, but they can't reach him. Right. And they realize they can't land... Because if they land, he's going to get completely Oh my gosh, just, like
0: dragged and like, yeah, yeah okay.
1: Smashed to death, yeah. essentially.
0: <gasps> what do you do? <laughs> so, and
1: at this point, he had, uh, they, the plane had no radio contact with the ground. So I don't know if like why? they just didn't have that. I don't know the reason why. They didn't say okay. it in the story. So maybe I don't... because
0: there's like routine things, they didn't need to hook it up or, or I don't I'm just know. wondering, maybe yes. they didn't
1: have the technology yet. Oh, because um, we're
0: in the forties. Yeah, uh, I guess I don't so know. So maybe yeah. I'm I'm not sure what was. I probably right. should
1: have looked that up, but I didn't. That's so fine. sorry guys. Um, so at this point, he's hanging by one foot, he's spinning and bouncing, and all he knew was his ribs hurt. But Aww. what Aww. we what he didn't know was that two of his ribs were broken and three of his vertebrae were fractured.
0: <gasps> so from hitting the plane yeah, so hard. From,
1: Wow. Yeah, tearing a gash in the plane. <laughs> I fucking hate that word, gash. Gash. Like,
0: I don't know why. Yummy.
1: So, as I said, inside the plane, they were all trying to struggle to bring him to safety, but they couldn't reach him. And the plane, now running on fuel, realized it couldn't land, so they're like, what the fuck are yeah. we going to do? We can't contact the base. And so what they did is they went down to 300 feet uh-huh. and started circling the base.
0: And okay. so
1: just to try to get somebody's attention. Okay. And so all these people looked up and figured they were running some sort of target practice. Because <sighs> it was, they just figured it was a target flying behind oh my the gosh. plane. Do so they want
0: to like, throw stuff at it? or yeah, well, I, <laughs> I know. know just like,
1: start shooting at like, it, yeah. it or something. Oh my gosh. So they just ignored it. <gasps> and because they're like that's just a target this is obviously a routine thing no big deal and oh. so one of the guys that i mentioned earlier yeah. bill lowry he had just landed his observation plane okay and his plane is was a, oh, was I have a two-seater it. yeah a little two-seater yeah. Like Indiana Jones style, you know, where it's like the propeller plane, yeah. two Start seats, the plane. yeah, okay, and there's yeah. no, um, it's open cockpit. Oh, You okay. know, so there's no nothing above them or anything. Mm-hmm. And so, he landed and he just was walking back towards his office, and um, he was walking by this guy named uh, John McCant, as I said, who was getting ready to set off on his own right. flight. They both kind of look up and they're like. That's a man up there. What yeah. are we going to do? So Bill turned around and yelled to his mechanics that get his plane ready to take off again. Oh, okay. John joins them, gets in the back. Bill is our pilot. He gets in the front, and they pretty much tell the tower that give us the green light because we're taking off. Yeah. And fortunately, someone sort of had the wherewithal to drop a knife, a big hunting knife, into John's lap. Oh, yeah. The passenger okay. of this observation well, that's smart. So... Yeah, what you are you
0: know what were you supposed to do if you didn't have a knife? I know.
1: Well, it's... We'll see. Well, yeah, okay. So, Bill and John had never th- uh, flown together ever. Uh, um, they were okay. just sort of... Knew each other on the base, but they had never actually worked together.
0: But they do... Both of them have flown before. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes.
1: But they knew they were about to attempt the impossible. Right. So, they didn't really have a plan, but they just took off what they did is they took off and then they came level with the other plane who was at 300 feet just circling Mm -hmm. and so they matched speed and kind of got close to poor Walter who was bouncing and spinning Mm -hmm. off the back but because they were over land and they were so low it was really turbulent so it was just too rough for Mm -hmm. them to try to it was like bouncing around so much that they couldn't they couldn't get them so, they tried oh. five times Whoa. to get up there and uh-huh. get close enough to try to rescue him. Right. And they just couldn't. Oh, no. So, and these guys have no radio communication between planes. So, okay. they're trying to use hand signals to tell them <gasps> to go somewhere else, to head over the Pacific. Because when you're over an ocean, it's much smoother air, I guess. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Which is like, while you fly to Hawaii, there's almost no turbulence. Oh, really? you never been. Colorado going over the Rockies. Right. It's like tons of turbulence. Gross. So so they decided they went over the Pacific and went up to 3,000 feet. (gasps) So instead of 300 feet, now they're at 3,000 feet. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: And Bill brought the plane up to match the speed of the DC-2. So they're going at about 100 miles an hour. Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) With this dude. Yeah. Still just hanging by oh, his ankle. Oh,
1: whoa. They get over the Pacific, and what now the challenge is, is to get under Walter uh-huh. without getting him with a propeller. Because oh, there's a propeller up at the right. front, yeah. and he's bouncing around, yeah. and so they have to try to also sort of bounce around to match him to be able to, like, get underneath.
0: That's crazy. So they end
1: up sort of... It had to be of, perfect. It had to be perfect. Yeah. So they came in kind of from the side. So, he okay. was sort of over the wing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then they brought they brought the plane underneath him, and then John in the back seat is standing straight up. I mean, they're going 100 miles an hour, 3,000 miles up, <gasps> and the guy in the back is just standing. It's probably got to be freezing, well, too, also, yeah. at 3,000 feet. Yeah. It can't be warm. And so, they get just underneath him, and they get close enough, and John lunches for him and so he's able to catch him around the waist and then um walter grabs him around the shoulders and they're just like hanging on for dear life okay and so he's able bill who apparently is the most amazing pilot on earth um is able to fly close enough to the other plane where there's a little slack in the rope so john is able to grab walter uh-huh. and bring him down into the cockpit but unfortunately the cockpit is made for two people yeah. only so they okay. have nowhere to put him. <laughs> and so he ends up they end up like laying him over the fuselage with his head in john's lap oh like, my that's gosh the only way they can get him to fit <gasps> but now they have to cut him away right and john is holding on with both hands and yeah. a vice grip Hanging on to him. Yeah. So he has no hands. No free hands to like cut it. Okay. So Bill, obviously being the most amazing pilot ever, (laughs) cuts it with his propeller. So he manages to get it just right where he cuts the fucking parachute with his propeller, cuts those cords.
0: Walter could like, could Walter not hang on back? Like, I think at this
1: point he's almost lost consciousness. Oh, oh they they I also see. saw they were close enough to see he was bleeding from his helmet. So he's oh, bleeding. Okay, he's, he's just got,
0: weak. He just can't do anything. Yeah, I mean I get he's it. been
1: okay. freaking been
0: tossed around, tossed in air. <laughs> around for like the last
1: thirty minutes yeah. off the
0: back of an Oh airplane. my gosh. Okay, yeah, makes sense. So they're
1: able to just barely cut the cords and actually they ended up cutting um they nicked the other plane with his propeller Uh and there was like a big 12 inch gash in the other plane Uh but what it did is it freed the parachute and then the parachute drifted down and landed onto bill's
0: rudder.
1: (laughs) his what his rudder (gasps) so the thing that makes you be able to kind of steer and Uh stay stable as you're flying through here. Oh shit. So now he's got to try to land with a parachute caught up in his rudder. Yeah. A man hanging off the side of his plane and he oh, needs to try to make gosh. it to safety, which he did. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> No, so wow. he was able to land and sort of roll to a stop. Okay. And actually at this point that's when Walter lost consciousness. So, okay, but not before he heard everyone like clapping for him <laughs> and everything. They were they rushed Walter off to the hospital where he ended up spending the next six months.
0: Whoa! Um,
1: and then Bill and John pretty much hung out and then went back to their normal duties right after lunch.
0: Oh wow! So, okay, <laughs> they, were,
1: they were all set. Yeah. Um, but three weeks later, they were both flown to Washington, D.C., where they were awarded the Distinguished Flying Cross
0: Aww. for
1: executing the mo- one of the most brilliant and daring rescues in naval history.
0: That's awesome. So,
1: uh, as I said, Walter spent the next six months in the hospital. Yeah. And the following January, he was fully recovered <gasps> and newly promoted to lieutenant. Wow. And he went back to parachute jumping. Oh. So
0: i don't know uh, man.
1: so even 80 years later it is still considered one of the most daring feats of in oh, really?
0: history so, wow yeah. well, i'm glad this hasn't
1: happened again then no. <laughs> yeah no shit man that's crazy <laughs> could you imagine being stuck by a fucking foot no I'm amazed the foot didn't have more damage, or you know. I guess That's it was right, just too. the broken back and ribs that he had to recover. Yeah, I'm from. really
0: surprised. I mean, I've never been skydiving. Oh yeah, I would go skydiving though. I would not. So if I had someone with me, like the like oh the, the tandem jumps, yeah, 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 I would do that for sure. I would not. No. No. Why? There's no
1: fucking way. Because of that. Well, that didn't help. Right. <laughs> that <is> for sure. <laughs> then if that was gonna happen to anyone, that would straight up be me. Like. <laughs> And then I hit it, and now, next thing I know, I'm sucked out of the plane and what hanging off the back. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. Skydiving. I guess I'm just so not an adrenaline junkie. Right.
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> like, See, I'm, I'm not really either. But I mean, I feel like I I could enjoy it. Uh, I don't know. I like like roller coasters. I know it's totally different, but.
1: Yeah, I like roller coasters too. I can do roller coasters, but.
0: I've done the little, like, the slingshot thing. They oh, have, no. like, this, never. Like, they sling you up in the air. The I've ones done where that. half the people pass out on it. Yeah. Hard fucking yeah. pass. <laughs> no. Oh, God. No, that was fun. But it was, of course, it's Oregon, so it was a little rainy. So it was like pop, 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 like all the rain hitting my face. So I'm mm. like, this wasn't a good choice to do at this time. <laughs> but. It was no, fun. it just
1: seems so scary. I don't know. I do It was cool. A friend, Elizabeth, she was telling me she went skydiving and she's, I think in her 60s mm-hmm. and she was saying the worst part about the whole thing. And she went up and there was like duct tape on the plane <gasps> and all kind. I mean, it was like a sketchy ass yeah. plane, but she said the worst part is they, uh, they videoed it uh-huh. and all she could see is her whole face flapping. Oh. <laughs> And that would be
0: my Bad. thing it's like oh no well I ashley and reggie that. who both have been on this podcast they went skydiving did they
1: really uh-huh. oh nah. i don't know but but let's had a, go. they had to
0: sign waivers like if they died they wouldn't sue or some or you know their family wouldn't sue or something like yeah that. i don't know
1: hard pass i would sue <laughs> 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 no skydiving is not for me
0: i don't think nicholas would do it I would though.
1: I would watch from the bottom and oh, be yeah. nervous the whole time. Okay. But
0: would you make me a cake that says you did it? Like... No. I'd be like,
1: <laughs> maybe one that says you're a dumb
0: bitch. <laughs> that's it. I'll give it to you beforehand, okay. just in case. <laughs> just in case. Thanks. I informed you thusly. <laughs> <laughs> you should not have done that. Oh, um, okay. That's, what... that's good. Sad. <laughs> well, this episode has been—I don't know—been up and down. It has been. It's been all over the place. It It started with a creeper call call
1: and tickle torture. (laughs) Had an awful shooter story. Sorry, Caitlin, but that was devastating.
0: I know, it was. And then we had a heroic rescue. Yeah, that was good. That's a good one to end on. (laughs) I hope you're all feeling better.
1: Well, what I liked about it is they just got in the plane and went. Like, they didn't even think about it. They didn't come up with a plan. They didn't ask for permission. They're like, fuck it, we're going. Yeah.
0: I that's like really to nice. think
1: that would be my response instead right. of one of the other guys like, mm, they're doing target practice. So I'm going to go back yeah. to a- work again. Yeah, that's weird. That would have been me because my eyesight's not great. Well, me t- <laughs> I have
0: to wear corrective vision. So I'd be like, eh, that's cool. Mm. But
1: delicious drinks. Delicious, oh. Yeah.
0: It- and we had to reschedule because the whole part. Oh, we're all just, over the fucking all, place today. We are all over. But no, this is good. It ended well, so feel
1: good about that. And Bobby's probably kicking ass in his life now.
0: Yes. All right, so uh, we hope we hope we, you enjoyed this episode. It's been a little up and down for sure. I don't um, even know how to respond to it anymore. I don't know either. But um, so check us out on Facebook and Instagram at I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now. You uh, can email us at I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now at gmail.com to say a survivor story that you had that we could read on the podcast or dream suggestion oh yeah that'd be good too or
1: constructive only nice things to say i was gonna say constructive criticism but i don't really like criticism right so really just have, yeah just compliments okay, that's sure. all we're gonna read all right anything mean i'll just ignore
0: all right so there's that and then <laughs> <laughs> um is there anything else i say no god okay <laughs> uh so yeah uh check it we may have a patreon soon like soon coming soon yeah so so uh check yeah i guess i'll subscribe the shit out of them yeah because we're thinking about doing this <laughs> weekly if we do it well i'll see okay anyway okay no just, <laughs> this is just this earth all right <laughs> yes. all right bye, bye.